welcome to Not So Peter Priest's podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! Bye! original poster so i'm going to try really hard to respect their pronouns of they them mm-hmm. um if i can find it i might have to go to the actual face or the actual instagram post of it oh they might have removed it the um so the, it was originally posted on this group I'm a part of on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. the changes that they went through. Oh. And that's where I originally saw it. And then you had posted by, was it, sorry. Rising, Rising Eve. Rising Eve. Let me find it. Yeah. And that's where you had put, and I was like, wait, I've read this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I sent it to you because I was like, oh, this is what you. This is what I was talking about. Yeah. I sent it to the... I think you sent it to both Katie and I, actually. Rise of Eve. There we go. Okay. So I'm just going to go off of at Rise of Eve. Um, okay. It's an anonymous account. or Well, she's... she. I think it's she. Um, posts things for people, like, anonymously that they want to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah. So um, this is a post. It's an anonymous post that was posted then by Rise of Eve. Um, so tons of content warning. I think she did an incredible... Again, I'm saying she, they did an incredible job. Well, I of, think, um, you can, I think you could say she, her, because on both of them, the, um, let's see, I'm just looking at that real quick, but the, where'd it go? So the person that went through the temple is a they, them oh, individual. They yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I think Rise, of Eve, Rise of Eve is a she. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm trying to be very respectful of everybody's pronouns. I'm really bad at it. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, if you want to go read through it, 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 she has posted all of this person's um, experience on her Instagram account. So I thought we should chitty chat chat about it because yeah. we love to see the changes. And this all kicked off because um, in that Facebook group, somebody had just put like a, a broad statement of like the changes they had heard about. And we were talking about consent and informed consent and how it's still not really informed consent because it's consent yeah. under duress because you can't publicly stand up and walk out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what got me thinking You're about like it. But pariah if you were to actually get up and also like um, we've talked about how like you see it, you said, Oh, an old woman has already touched me. I might as well just stay here. You know, yeah, like, exactly. I'm, I'm like how much weirder here. can it get? Right. Like yeah. I've already been touched without my permission. So yeah. 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 Although if you talk to people who've gone through now, they're like, you weren't naked. And I'm like, yes, I was, I was naked. Yeah, I had like a little, I had like a sheer thing. So I wasn't just like a poncho that you, just, yeah, like, but they uh, still, they slid their hand under the poncho and touched my bare skin. So Yes, so I was. Yep, I had an old man do that to me. Yeah. Which, I mean, wasn't, to be fair, wasn't near as invasive as MEPs. 
for military. Oh, you well, have to yeah. bend over and show your butthole to a guy, old man. So, you oh, know, yeah, so I he mean, could tell what job you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <that's what> you, <laughs> it's a requirement. You know, you had to have a healthy butthole. A healthy butthole. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> expect to go, did you? But, you know. Not, where, not <laughs> where I. Welcome to the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, so this is this person's post. Uh, last night I went to the temple. Normally the temple does not trigger me. I attended in September last year and, and experienced it as though I was an outsider. Nothing about the temple experience feels particularly Mormony. Um, i.e. it's more ritualistic than anything else in the church. But yesterday, it was kind of like they tried to EFY the temple experience. Okay, so it started off feeling very safe, comfortable, familiar, much like most church videos, those little YouTube shorts that the church made from conference talks. There was no anger or malice. Just one second. So with the EFY, like EFYing the temple experience, so, um, and I get what they're saying as far as, like, everything... Like within, if you were like just like a non-temple going member, mm-hmm. and you just go to like the sacrament meeting, you go to the, it feels she's they're they are correct in that it feels very, um, like any other church. There's there's some weird things that they say like yeah. they talk about Joseph Smith a lot, they talk about the Book of Mormon a lot, but mm-hmm. like it's all pretty you know like. Other than testimony meeting, yeah. a, a non-member would not be like, what the hell is going on. Yeah. They would just be like, oh, this is a different experience, right? Yeah, and like yeah. the, um, I know like when I was on a mission, like bringing in, quote unquote, investigators the, um, <laughs> to the church, you'd be like always worried about you didn't want to bring them to testimony meeting because it was like, you don't know what they're, what's going to be said. <laughs> yeah, there's a free for all in there. Yeah. We had this lady that used to stand up and sing these really like old, old songs. Like during testimony meeting? Yeah, she was, like, not all there, and she would get up, and she had, like, this old lady warbly voice, and she would sing, like, the top of her lungs of her love for Christ, and it was, it was sweet, but also, like, bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what's happening? But you got used to it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it was intense. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, okay. What what do they mean by, I guess maybe we'll get into it, but the EMI of it? Like, um, do they mean, like, making it more? I think it's more experiencer-friendly in that they're not scared. So she says here, or sorry, they say here, sorry, there is no anger or malice or shaming in the narrator's voice. Even the part where he says, for God shall not be mocked, was stated calmly instead of aggression. So if you remember when we went through, there was, like, that really powerful voice being like, and God shall not be mocked. And it was very thunderous. Yeah, they've toned that down that part, so yeah. it's no longer like fear-inducing or anxiety-inducing. It's more like, no, no, God's not going to be mocked, you guys. <laughs> so I think that's what they mean about the kind of more EFY type of experience. Okay. Okay. These are some thoughts I had going back to this poster. Um, this feels totally opposite from what TikTokers say about the temple. This feels comfortable and familiar. I would even describe it as spiritual in the sense that it made me feel similarly to how I felt when I felt the spirit, in quotes, in church. Um, My believing self would have really loved these changes. Okay, so that's what they have experienced as they're going through. 
They also say, but I also thought, I can tell they are using manipulative tactics in an attempt to get me to feel a certain way. Mm. Yeah. So then they say, big exclamation marks, warning bells in my mind. Can Did I skip one? No, you're. Okay, sorry. Um, Warning bells in my mind continually went back to the scripture. Others will he pacify and lull them away into security. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one surprised me because of how comfortable and safe it felt in the beginning. It was almost like I was a believing member again, and those warning bells were going off. So this person, they're saying that they're sitting in the temple, and they're like, oh, this feels familiar. Oh, this feels safe. And then they're having those warning bells of like, they're lulling you into that false sense of safety. Mm-hmm. Which just hit me as like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because I've, um, I've been back to church. I went to church for like a Christmas, con- Christmas program uh, for my niece and my nephews. And yeah. It does. It feels that familiarity, even just like going to church, like you're that familiarity. I can't imagine going to the temple right now. And I'd probably feel that those same feelings would be like, oh, this is nice. You know, and I. Yeah. There that is calm, like a, that calming music. Everything's and the, white and mm-hmm. peaceful and there's quiet and it's just and it's there's a tone mm-hmm. there that they specifically do to make you feel like and you can't like everybody talks in whispers, hush tones. Mm-hmm. There's no, yeah, it's, it's very orchestrated really, to be peaceful. Yeah. yeah. And there's not really even fast movements. If somebody's moving fast, there's something wrong. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. This also makes yeah, it really very <laughs> pensive and this very. Also makes me think of that book that we read, The Black Widows, or whatever. Where oh, yeah. <laughs> they just walk into the temple. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure, Jan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. As the session continued, I noticed more and more changes. There was more explaining of what would happen. The covenants you would agree to were mentioned but not described. You were given the chance to publicly remove yourself before it all started. So, same thing as before. I mean, they're giving you more description, but... I mean, at this point, you've already gone through the endowment session. I would love to know the changes that have been made, if any, to the endowment part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the, what is, what is that what it's called? Is it, or is it the, your um, initiatory? Initiatory, yeah. That's where Thank you, you get the, everybody touching you, all the people yeah. touching you. That's the initiatory and then the endowment part. Then the endowment part, yeah. So I would love to know if there's anything changed in the initiatories of, of giving consent in that oh. instance. I don't, I don't know anybody, unfortunately, that has participated. because. Yeah. It's a listeners, one-time shot. You, listeners, if you are aware of any changes to the initiatory, then let, yeah, us, let know. us know. Cause I, I mean, t- I guess you can go do initiatory for the dead, right? Yeah. I did I've that never, once. I've never done that. I once was enough for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, no, I did it once and it was with my dad and my uncle which was awkward because like when I went initially um, my dad was obviously there, but like he wasn't in a shield thing too, but like 
it's a different experience when you're with your dad and he's in a shield and yeah. your uncle's in a shield. Like, it's just... Because it's sheer. It's, like, sheer yeah, you, material. Like, it's not leaving it's anything to the imagination. Thing. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I hate I it. I think we were able to wear um, the, like, gar- garment bottoms. Oh. During, um, when you do it for the dead. Like, you didn't have to be completely naked. Completely naked. But I, yeah, I'd love I to remember, know. Right, I don't remember. I just remember being really uncomfortable. Maybe yeah. I just blocked part of my brain out. <laughs> yeah, I remember being very uncomfortable and scared, standing in that little stall thing with the curtains and standing there and just feeling my heart just racing of like, why is this happening to me? Why? They, what am I doing? And my mom being outside and I like couldn't just run because <laughs> she would have stopped me. <laughs> yeah. They don't warn you about that part. They warn you a little bit about, like, the endowment type stuff. Like, yeah, like you're going to oh, be making covenants. doing this and this, but they don't talk about, like, oh, at this one part, you're going to be naked, and there's going to be this just blanket over you, and then you're going to, somebody, some stranger's going to be touching, you know, like, there's none yeah. of that. Yeah. No, <laughs> I remember going into the little, like, closet area, and them telling to me to take all my clothes off, and mm-hmm. I, like, handed my clothes out, and then oh. my mom handed me, like, helped me put the shield over. So I was book-ass naked, standing in the shield, and then the whole thing happened. And then they handed me my garments to put on for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blah. Oh, I'm getting, like, heebie-jeebies thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyways, okay, so back to, so now we're back to talking about endowment, not initiatory. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Um, there were multiple depictions of white Jesus, in my opinion, and it seems others disagree. The times when they showed Jesus did not feel out of place or random. They felt intentional, as though it made perfect sense to go back to Christ during this part of the narration or movie. Which, mm. yeah, when I went through, there was, there was like, no real mention of Jesus there in really the movie. Like, you watched mm-hmm. the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, he's in the beginning when they're, like, creating the Earth. And then that's pretty much it, as far as I remember. He does, like, the um, communicating back and forth, right? And, like, he mm-hmm. reports. So Peter, James, and John report to Jesus, and then Jesus mm-hmm. goes And to, then Jesus goes and tells. But it was just voices. It wasn't. I don't yeah. remember there being actors portraying there were actors Christ. One point, like, in one of the movies, there were actors, and they're all in, like, they have white hair, and they're white. And white beards, Oh, maybe and I do remember clothes. that now. It's a very, I, very small part of it. It's not. Yeah, it's not very big. Um, and I remember thinking that was weird too. That like he's not very much of a central figure in this whole thing. When like you're making covenants to him. To him, yeah. So why wouldn't he be more important in that? Yeah. Because I I know there when every time I went it was one of two movies that played. There was a blonde Eve and a brunette mm-hmm. Eve. Brunette Eve, yeah. Yeah, and it was always like a, uh, I would, you could never tell, for me, I could never really tell which one it was going to be until Eve came out. And I was like, oh, it's the blonde Eve. Okay, we get, you know, yeah. like, oh, it's Eve. And I, um, and I also, <laughs> my gay brain is just like, uh, oh, it's the hot Adam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You> know, yeah. Like, <laughs> there was one of the Satans was really cute, too. I can't remember <clears throat> which video he was in. The, with like the, the 80s, the. 80s poof hair. Yeah, he had the poofy hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're thinking the I same. I like him too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I can't remember if he was in the brunette Eves. <laughs> I think he was with the blonde Eve. Yeah. I think and he was I with the blonde Eve. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Our listeners are like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? 
yeah. <clears throat> oh my god. Um. Episode where we walk through this whole thing. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Did you when you went through sessions? Was there like um, like an Adam and Eve couple in your sessions, or was it just the movie? No. Yeah. yeah. And I. Um. It was usually like if you were like one of the first couples there, they would ask you to do it. And I remember. Uh. I, no, I I remember getting asked to do it. And I was like, I'm not married, and they're like, Oh, okay. So they wouldn't let me do it. Yeah, I so, had to do it one time because my husband at the time was very excited to be up there, and I was, and it was like this whole like, look at this young couple because I was oh, yeah. nineteen. They usually like the the little young couples to be up there to be kind of like a I don't know. Also, and I it's a like lot it's, of up and down, so like an older couple would get tired, understandably, I just from like my, logistics parents do, being asked to do it one time and I was like oh, oh really? that's cool you know like oh so sweet and I know like in the smaller temples they just stay in one room but like in Cardston you had to get up and move from room to room to room yep. and there's a, lot, a lot of, of movement yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that makes sense to me why they would ask probably younger people yeah Ugh, how I never puked on that altar I'll never know <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was a very familiar church video type music throughout the entire thing. Familiar in the vibe type of music, not music I've heard before, though. The narrator explain, ugh, explained briefly what the video was about. It was still slideshow format. The voices of each character matched the video except for Eve. The only voice they redid was Eve's. Heartbreaking because I, th- she was the most powerful one. So I think this is a newer... I think this is a newer video than what I have experienced. Um, Probably me too. Because yeah. was the last time I was in the temple was like 2000. Let's say 2000. Oh my God! Why can't I think of it? Um, it would have been 2011, 12 ish. Oh yeah. So I my last time was 2006. So yeah. Uh, that so you've been in way more recently than I have for sure. Um, yeah but I do know that there was a newer video that was made where Eve had a much larger role um, Mm -hmm. because my sister did let it slip to me that she loved she was really excited about how Eve had like a bigger role in the whole thing I think I've heard about that yeah yeah so I don't know anything about that so if listeners know feel free to share with us which I think is also just a PR thing of like oh we aren't misogynistic we let we let the woman speak now, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, they're and super do, important. There was like a change where they, um, they stopped making it, making the woman covenant to heed to something. Yeah. In your, in your sealing yeah. ceremony, you no longer. So when I was sealed to my ex, he made a covenant to God and I made a covenant to my husband who made the covenant to God. So I had to go through my husband in order to, and they've revamped that where you both individually make a covenant with God. I feel is better, but like, again, there's no, there's no talking about like, Hey, we did this wrong. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Like there's no acknowledgement that they made generations of women covenant to their husbands to God. And I, feel that's a very um it's very indicative of how the church runs that well yeah just like how uh dallin homophobe oaks always he's quoted to say that like we'll never apologize for anything the church yeah. does not apologize for shit so that's yeah. just another indication of um 
they're not going to apologize. They're just going to change it and then move on. Yeah, and there's no questions asked. And if you even bring it up, it's this whole, no, that didn't happen. Like the gaslighting, and I know we overuse the word gaslighting, but that's what it is. They're telling you that that didn't happen to you and that was not at your experience. That's the definition of gaslighting. Yeah, no. And it drives me crazy. (laughs) I'm like, it happened. (laughs) I was there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it becomes a problem when we use gaslighting as like they lied about it. Because I think oh, yeah. kind of like they get confused a lot. That they get it this is like an actual. This is a very good example of gaslighting because it makes us feel crazy. And yeah, I feel crazy all the time. Our yeah. like experience, and so and then we just like wait, is that how it is? And so if you have to if you have to sit back and think of that, and then then you know you're being gaslighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's been so many instances where I've been like, wait, am I wrong? Because, yeah. like, if I'm wrong, absolutely, like, I will, yeah, I'm sorry, I made an error. But these are things that my I, are ingrained in my brain, and I know happened. Yeah. And to be told, like, that's not true makes me feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's just like the, um, what was it, the change, the gods getting, temp, getting their own, you know, we're all going to get our planets. And then they just, like, erase that part of everything, and then they yeah. say, oh, we never believed that. You know, and then they've even got members saying that they that never oh, happened. Never, yeah, that never happened. But in but, my but, scriptures, I had the little stickers, the special stickers that you got from Deseret Book that you could still read the words yeah, underneath, the like transparent stickers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I had the planet, and I remember highlighting and saying that I would be able to have my own planet with my husband and have all these children. Like mm-hmm. it's ingrained in my brain, and so I start feeling like, did I have transparent stickers? Well, even Did I like, go to just like it just oh. watch um fucking like not watch if you read like old like I think it's the what is it called the book of more the journal of discourses yeah Brigham Young always talking about planets mm-hmm. uh prophets all over talking about like have, us having our own planets and stuff so you can't just erase that shit no unless you, you can't. unless they're, they're suddenly saying like oh well that none of that was correct. If they start saying that, that's a slippery slope because it's like, well, then none of that was true. Yeah. And what does Joseph Smith, like Joseph Smith yeah. starts having less and less of his foot to stand on because everything that he built, they're just stemming off of everything he built. And so mm-hmm. then uh, it just starts to crumble from there. And so I it's think easier for them to just erase it. Yeah. And, and I think that's what the church's happen. problem is right now is people are able to share this information and people are being like, yes, that was my experience as well. We both remember this thing. And it's not like it's not a Mandela effect. It's a legit thing, you know. Yeah. <sighs> OK. Whew. Um, They removed the parts showing Elohim and Jehovah in heaven. Mm. They added a brief oh, seat really? with Lucifer at the pre-existence council. That's interesting to me. I want to, I kind of want to see that just to be like, oh. I know. Like, part of me wants to to watch it. And then there's yeah. this other part of me that's like, honey, you have had, you, you Enough have had drama. a, you have had a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've, you've had your fill. <laughs> I'm done. Let's not add to that no. right now. <laughs> but, listeners hear this. I'll probably be fine. But I broke my foot, listeners. So. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> By the time this comes out, I'll probably be off crutches and fine. So don't worry. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> we will 
fast okay. and pray for you. <laughs> yes, everybody please fast and pray for past Dusty that she heals quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the most jarring part was when instead of pausing the movie to give the first sign and token and the subsequent signs and tokens, it showed God giving them directly to Adam and Eve. First Adam, of course. Mm-hmm. And then directly to Eve, breadcrumbs, but so many women will say it's powerful. So, yeah, they used to stop the movies to go black and the lights would come back up. Mm-hmm. And then the little temple workers would give the signs and tokens to the Adam and Eve couple. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's how it was. But now the video shows God giving them to Adam and Eve. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> means somebody with a film crew filmed somebody giving these signs and tell which is like oh i didn't think about that way okay sorry <laughs> my brain immediately went to of like because in the old video they show um is it peter james and one of the one of them peter probably i don't know oh, yeah. gives the token to adam mm-hmm. but they don't show it they, don't they just show it yeah. it's like a it's like the the side of his arms and or like his torso. You can just or tell something. that they're like shaking they're hands, kind of thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, or like a, I I think it was like a back angle, but like his back mm-hmm. was blocking their hands, so you couldn't quite see what they were doing. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was shocking to me to be like, they were on a sound stage, there was camera crews around, there was you know craft services, whatever, and they're showing the tokens and the signs. Girl. That's the that's where I, and that's where like my believing Mormon brain was like, oh, you can't do that outside of the temple. <laughs> I wonder if they had to go through some sort of like stringent like everybody had to be temple recommend, you know, yeah. temple recommends to be on that set. Like that's where my brain like starts to hyper focus on because. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm that a crazy. Makes sense. Yeah, I didn't think about that actually. Like I, I was just like, oh, that's weird. I mean, yeah, like a secret super thing. weird. Because oh. I mean, as a member, you're just thinking this is this beautiful representation of God. But my brain is like, these are actors on a soundstage. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyways, okay. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, it felt very much like. Oh, sorry. Skip part. These, <clears throat> there were images I had never seen before. Adam and Eve at the altar, God showing the sign, God giving them each of the token. Note, they were wearing animal skins at this point. So they were outside of the Garden of Eden at that point, right? And then yeah. so. Yeah. But I thought once they were cast out of the garden, they no longer had that connection. See? They no longer had that connection to God. So how was God yeah, giving them? That's why Peter, James, and John appeared to Adam and Eve to give them those signs and tokens. Yeah. So what? The, there's a huge change right there. Like, so the whole thing about having Peter and James and John was to like show the importance of having a prophet to speak yeah. for God. Yeah, because they that's couldn't why speak we're to God here anymore. on earth because we can no longer commune with God directly. We needed somebody like an an intermediary. Yeah. Because we don't so, have that personal connection to him anymore. Yeah. So that whole Waffle! that whole piece of, but then, like we just talked about, um, for listeners, it was last week, but for us, it was like an hour ago. Yeah. But anyway, the, <laughs> talking about how important the, um, like the 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 apostles are, are yeah. 
yeah. prophet is. And there's always the church is the church without with Christ and only through Christ and everything. And then it's through, but you only get that through the apostles and the prophets. So yeah. it's a huge plot hole. It's just it. <laughs> and this See, is my editor brain coming in again, where I'm like, excuse me. Hi, sorry, author. Um, you made this rule in your universe, and now you're not following your own rules. We got a matrix thing here going on, so I'm gonna need you to backtrack and explain. <laughs> yeah. All my love and attention. Love your work. Thank you. Bravo. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um. It felt very much like I was being told, see, this is directly from God. But you can't have it directly like, from God. Cut out. It's uh, in your face about it. Like it's saying, like, see, this is, we are God's church and we're giving you God, the tokens directly from God. Come on. From God. Like, why are yeah. you questioning anything? <laughs> I know. And somebody's going to say, well, they couldn't show them naked. They did in the old movies. I yeah. mean, they didn't show their body parts, but you, you could tell they were they unclothed. Were yeah. You know, they were wearing like a body sock or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't remember if this is if this was in the previous slideshow video or not, but I noticed that after Eve and Adam ate the fruit, God repeatedly referred to it as the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. Previously, God only referred to it as the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil of which which you must not partake. So, this change really irritates me because when it was the forbidden fruit or sorry, when it was the, it was when it was the fruit of knowledge. Okay. Eve understood that her role was to multiply and replenish the earth. Eve did not know how to do that without the knowledge. So she made the conscious choice to gain knowledge so that she could uphold her covenants with her husband to have children. This change now calling it the forbidden fruit is showing Eve in a light of disobeying and having consequences. And I don't, I always felt this kinship with Eve of her making a hard choice Mm -hmm. in order to have children and to do what she needed to do. Yeah. She knew she was going to be cast out from God's presence. She made that choice in order to have her children. Yeah. That's how I, I always felt this connection to her of like, she made a hard choice knowing that there was a bigger picture. Yeah. And now they've ripped that away and they're saying she was just naughty and she ate the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Oh, I hate it. Well, and then she also suppose like, I know we, there's a lot of that um, going with the Adam and Eve thing. The um, there's this, the story of like how she seduced Adam, basically like the, she, convinced yeah. Adam to do it to partake of the forbidden fruit but it was because yeah. because of that decision she said she made it clear to him like you're not going to be able to complete your covenants without me because I'll be cast out yeah so you have to do it you like you're, you you kind of have to do it if you want to complete your your side of this too yeah and again i feel like it was more of a conversation of like this is what we need to do as a family mm-hmm. and so we're doing this whereas the church makes it so like First of all, she seduced poor Adam. Poor yeah. Adam had no idea, no control over his his actions. Oh, he yeah. just did what this evil woman made him do. 
Which, if you think about it, it perpetuates the um, modesty culture and all that stuff that they do nowadays with yeah. how they teach boys that, oh, the the you can't look at women, but like, uh, and it's on the woman to not wear clothing yeah. that's revealing or, you know, going to give him ideas because he can't control himself. He can't control himself. Yeah. No, exactly. Okay. Um, let's see. When Adam and Eve left the garden and Peter, James, and John came, they again knelt at the altar and it showed Peter giving them the next sign and token. That's crazy. Okay. Satan's monologue at the camera. Oh, sorry. So going back, I'm just having a moment where, okay, so I think there is a part where it's been so long. Um, I know it's been a long time. I think there is a part where they get a token. The first one is when they're in the Garden of Eden, right? They weren't um, wearing animal skins. They were naked. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. See, it's a, it's so something a, weird there. And there's then, a little fucky situation happening, which just irritates my brain. And I'm sure a million yeah. people will go through the temple and not think a second thought of it. No. But it, for some reason, I'm like hyper fixated on like, why are they wearing animal skins and talking to God? That doesn't mm-hmm. track. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like no, a crazy person. The whole point of the the green aprons is to cover yourself, cover like their they nakedness, did because yeah. they were they suddenly had the knowledge that they were naked, mm-hmm. and that was God's indication, as if He needed an indication. He knew what they had already done, but He just that was His indication that they had to yeah. put you know, the fruit. That's why you have to put on your damn apron. Yeah. Oh, that stupid apron. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Satan's monologue at the camera. If you don't live up to these covenants you make today, you will be under my power. Remember how he looks you right mm. in the eye? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, was shorter wow. and felt far <laughs> less threatening. So I think that they've pulled back on that situation and he's not like right. Like, remember it just like panned right up on his face and he was like oh, yeah. staring you down. So I think the older Satan on that one was the more like, oh, but the, yeah. like the, the hot one, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> under your power, all right. I'm under your power. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Already am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was no mention of no loud laughter. <gasps> I can go back. <laughs> yeah, I saw this tweet of this. Uh, it's like an Exmo account. I saw this tweet where it's just like in caps, just like ha ha ha, like over and over, like huge letters, and then like. Uh, something about let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But the um, I think I have it just uh, maybe not. Um, maybe not. No, no, no. Whatever. Anyway, and then it's like um, he's. They say something like, "If you don't know what I'm talking about, like just uh, what is it? Just Google something." And then they were like. Uh, uh, we can laugh, we can now laugh, laugh laugh as loud as we want or something like that. It was funny. <laughs> Aww. I just remember always being like chastised for laughing too loudly. I have a very obnoxious laugh. So the seagull thing. I don't is care. That what you're talking My about? seagull. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I get laughing and I can't breathe. But just to like laugh, I'm I have a very loud laugh. <laughs> uh, I um I can remember distinctly. Oh, I think I might have said this before. Um. The I was at my cousin's mission farewell, and we were like all the younger cousins were sitting over on these two benches on the side, and then um, and my one his 
my one aunt was with us, but then my my really funny is it's funny because he turned out to be the other gay cousin, but uh, <laughs> he's hilarious. Like he just he's a funny kid, and he um we're like three months apart. He said something really funny, and I just busted out laughing like really loud and during sacrament meeting, and like everybody looked at me. Oh, <laughs> I was <boy>. just like <laughs> I was obviously very just like embarrassed because i still oh, yeah it, but yeah yeah you don't of course you, you don't like laugh that. loud you don't laugh yeah. loud. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um there was no you can buy anything in this world with money do you sell your signs tokens for money part so they took that out yeah <laughs> which i mean we buy them because we pay tithing and then get them That's so true. yeah Next, we went to the Telestral Room and watched another video, one I'd never seen before. This time, Adam and Eve were dressed in temple robes in a white room. Peter, James, and John were also there. In the center of the room, there was a white altar. Peter, James, and John were dressed in white, but they were like clothes from Jesus' time, similar to what they were wearing previously, but white instead of tans and browns. Only Adam and Eve had the full temple robes on, veil, hat, green apron, and all. So... So they put them... Like on the video, they have them. Yeah, they're in the video. So I'm trying to remember. So in Cardston, you would go from the first room, you'd get up, and you'd go into the telestial room, and there was no video screen in there. So right. they must have had to install a video screen. I mean, maybe they have previously with the new videos. I've again, it's been since 2006. I I just remember. I'm trying to. Memory is so fu- uh, it's, I'm kind of happy that my memory is fuzzy on a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff because it's just like it means that I've moved on, you know, but like at yeah. the same time, <laughs> there's star- still pieces that I just like still have very vividly in my brain. But I, I can tell remember- you the amount of chairs that are in the telestial kingdom or the telestial room in Cardston because that's where the prayer circle happened. And that was so terrifying to me. It is seer- like I can see the embroidery on the chairs. I can see where the like the lights are and like the type of shine. Like I can see it. I could draw it to scale. It's, in- it's oh, yeah. right there. And this yeah. and the chairs kind of went in a circle type of situation mm-hmm. rather than being separated. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like I think I... the men were on the far side when and you walked in, and the women were on the closer side. That makes sense. I I can just like the Rexburg Temple and the Idol Falls Temple are the ones I'm most familiar with, obviously. Yeah. But the um the Rexburg Temple was always the nicer one, obviously because it's the newer one. But it was yeah. Um, I don't think in that one because it's a little smaller than Idol Falls one. You had I don't think I don't remember moving as much in that one. Yeah. So of course I'd get more tired in that one because <laughs> I just like. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> we would start in the sorry. chapel. We'd walk up the stairs to the first room. Then we'd walk up a few stairs to the Telestial Room, and then you'd go into the Celestial Room from there. Mm, and the ceiling yeah. rooms were off of the Celestial Like, I could draw it. I It's so vivid in my memory. Salt Lake Temple with the live session? Oh, that, was that would be weird. weird. That would be even weird. As a, even as a member, that's a weird experience, especially if yeah. you're used to, like, the videos and stuff. You got, like, not to... But, like, it's usually, like, old temple workers playing. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Eve and um, Adam that are like 80. <laughs> Which is, I'm like, uh, let's make it yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never, I've never been to a live session. I've only ever seen it on the videos. Oh, it's a weird. There's only the Salt Lake Temple and I think the Manti Temple are the only ones. I think so. Yeah. That do the live sessions. I don't know if they still do that way. 
I've only been to the Carson Temple, the Edmonton Temple, and the Idaho Falls Temple for a wedding. I didn't even do a session in Idaho Falls. I just went to the ceiling room. So, yeah. Idaho, was it Idaho Falls or Rexburg? One of the two. It was it probably, Idaho Falls. It probably has been Idaho Falls because Rexburg yeah. was only around. Uh, it started in like 2007. The only reason I remember that yeah, is because my Idaho sister, Falls. my oldest sister Brittany, uh, she was getting she was getting ready to go to the temple before she died, and so. And the Rexburg Temple, she wanted to do her set, her endowments there. No. Oh, um, yeah. And then we went to the um, open house for that, and that was the last experience she had with the temple. So. Oh. I know. Oh, that kills me. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And so also, those are the only ones I've doing. We ended up doing her work, quote unquote, of in course, the Rexburg yeah. Temple, but. Yeah. And then uh, they also sealed. Giselle to my parents at that same time. I think was it the same time? Oh, really? Like around the same. Oh time? yeah, because they couldn't seal her to Brittany because Brittany is not married not to anybody. Married. Oh, yep. that. Oh. Yep. They had to make sure that Giselle was good. Okay, you know, quote unquote. Oh, I hate it so much. Yeah, but at the time, it's like it's. It's this beautiful feeling, right? Because you're forever family, and you're not going to lose her. But then you start thinking about it, and you're like, God's going to rip this baby child who's lost her mother away from your family really and just like leave her alone by herself like yeah okay that seems like a really great idea oh i hate it so much yeah yeah and oh. Brittany can't in the eternities Brittany won't be viewed as her mother she'll like she'll be her sister yeah oh Which I doesn't hate make that. sense at all Mm-mm. but then they're also just like well we got to get the work done now that way and then god will just sort it out and if you like he'll just sort everything i know after my divorce that's what i was told god's gonna sort it out like if if your ex was really as bad as you say he's not gonna make you force you to stay with him then cancel my sailing done yeah oh god will sort it out okay well i'm remarried and i have my own children (laughs) so get to sort in there god like and your ex doesn't get to call you from the grave or whatever. What is it that that? By oh you? yeah, he has to call me by my new name, which everybody who went through the temple on the thirteenth of the month has the same name. It's super <laughs> yeah. special, super special. Oh, I yeah, and like I sent to you and Katie about that thing. <laughs> Seeing it visually, like mm-hmm. hearing it about it, like that they have like the names every mm-hmm. month, whatever. You're just like, oh, that's interesting. But, but seeing like, the spreadsheet, you're just like, um, I know. Holy fuck. Because <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I did go through the temple on the 13th. That is my temple name. Like it was. You can figure out anybody's name. Yeah. Anybody's. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. But the um. <laughs> The one that I saw that I was like, Nimrod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I'm glad I didn't get Nimrod. Yeah, you. if you'd have gone on the wrong day, man. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. And, and just also, so my spouse has known me for, say we're together for 50 years. He's going to remember this one name he was told one time in the temple and not the thing he called me every single day for 50 years. Really? Yeah. Like, I can't even remember my birthday. He thinks my birthday's in July all the time. And I'm like, no, June, honey. Anyways, it's fine because he doesn't, he, he can't call me anyways because he's not in doubt. So it's fine. <laughs> okay, back to this post. Anyway, so it's fine. Somebody out there, just, yeah, <laughs> just help me. Okay, here's the part that I was like, ew, cringe. 
The last part of the video had a black woman bringing a white woman to the veil. It felt extremely tokenizing to me, especially to have the black woman as a veil worker instead of being Eve at the veil. Which actually would have made more sense for her to be a black woman, for yeah. uh, Eve to be a black woman. Yeah, it would actually. <sighs> okay. Um, I feel I'm unsure how to process all of this. I feel deeply concerned about the manipulative tactics, but by the end, I did not feel safe or comfortable. It felt more culty than it ever had before, in fact. After I went through the veil, I quickly left the celestial room and started writing down as many changes as I could remember. The beginnings of the endowment were very difficult to recall. The sheer amount of changes added to my anxiety and the fact that I could barely recall them was frustrating. Mm. As I left the temple, I made a video recording of myself trying to recount all the changes, but my mind was so overwhelmed that it couldn't focus on a single thing, but rather bounced around between changes. Yeah. I can't. I mean, the temple's a, even without all this, like, the temple's an overwhelming experience. Even, like, when you go, like, not even recounting, like, going when I went the first time, every fucking time it's an mm-hmm. overwhelming experience. It's like a, it takes a big old chunk of your day because it's oh, like. a huge chunk, yeah. You're there forever. Small, yeah. And then, uh, and also, I used to take off my watch. During, when I would oh, go in there because yeah. I didn't want to feel I didn't want to feel time and I also felt like oh if I take off my watch then I'm like more focused on what's yeah. going on and that was like a way of for me like that was something I just did and then um, I so wonder I, if they like, ask people to remove their Apple watches now oh probably or like any recording devices like they don't want yeah. like they probably do I'm sure that there's Nobody some sort of like people would wear watches in there, but I just was, but this was also during the time. This, yeah. Cause I remember being asked to make sure that we turned off our cell phones in our locker so that they didn't ring. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I had like a flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did too at the time. Flip phone. Yeah. And I, uh, um, I love one of my favorite phones for some stupid reason was be, I think it was just because I had a keyboard. It was the, it was like an orange phone, and I I loved it because it was orange, and also you could flip it open, and then there was yeah, the little there's a little keyboard under it. Yeah, I had that one too. I had a red one. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my great. god, we're old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it didn't have apps. It didn't have anything else, but it just I could text like I didn't have to. Super fast. You have to do T nine. Yeah. Remember T nine on the Razor phones? Uh, Everybody had the Razor. Yeah. Oh, my God. So funny. Yeah, it makes me wonder how they. I don't know. How they answer it's wild. And yeah. Uh, I mean, they've they've got to have some sort of announcement before. Like they probably have the workers say something like, oh, make sure you don't have anything on you kind of thing. Yeah. Like, or like signage that says, please respectfully leave all your mm-hmm. shit <laughs> behind. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and I'm sure it's this, this moment of like, we're trying to experience a very spiritual, we don't want like you being interrupted by your watch telling you you need to stand and take 15 steps or whatever, right? Like it's going to be this very beautifully like, we just want you to immerse yourself in the temple, blah, 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 blah. I hate it. Uh, well, and at the last sentence, they talk about having a full blown panic attack and being extremely overwhelmed. Like, I just. Oh, it's heartbreaking to think about. Also, I'm just grateful that they were willing to put themselves in that situation yeah. and also to 
talk so vulnerably about the changes and how it's made them feel because like as a member even though they're apparently a member but like they're not a believing member yeah i think that they said Um, that they're no longer believing but still trying to figure it out about how to probably yeah yeah i'm sure that there's like family situation i don't know their story and i think they've kept quite anonymous on purpose for protection so we won't even try and delve into it but um but yeah i'm sure there's something that's keeping them up keeping up the act for some reason and and it breaks me for them yeah just the 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 fact that they are willing to think critically about everything that's going on in the in the temple and the changes that it's creating and how it's making them feel yeah like we've talked about how members probably are seeing these changes and they're just like oh that's great or they don't think anything of it they're like oh i kind of like it it's a nice little it keeps it fresh it keeps it yeah you know things are they're just updating everything. It's just, they're painting it as like an update rather than like, these are real critical changes that they're making and they're calculated changes. They're, they're not just like, Oh, we're just suddenly going to show the signs and tokens on the screen. Yeah. Like, cause I feel like somebody once also said that there's no more, there's no more couple. There's no more, um, the Adam and Eve couple that they've actually removed them entirely. Really? I that was somebody else's post, so I oh. could be wrong, but I feel like we're. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah. So it was, it was shared in a group. I won't say who shared it, but they said, um, the endowment starts with a message from the first presidency about the adjustments. The video starts with a picture of Jesus, images of Jesus, and references to Jesus now appear through the endowment. There is a new intro that explains the five covenants prior to inviting people to leave or stay. The narrator voice is accompanied by soft music. There is no witness couple. Adam and Eve play oh. that role on the big screen. So the witness oh. couple has now been removed. So yeah, they would have had to have placed screens everywhere in order to continue the video. Oh. Um. Your billions of tax or tithing money going into new media equipment in the temples. Good job, everybody. Jeez. So many other worthy causes, but they do that. Um, this person on this comment says, uh, talks about the psychological tactics being utilized. Um, oh, yeah. Playing a part into their lack of this, the OP, their, um, their ability, inability to fully um, remember all the changes and like to like not be able to focus on one of them, you oh, know, yeah. like, and oh, yeah. um, that's a, then, then rise of Eve answered and said the OP originally posted this elsewhere. And someone made the comment about NLP neuro linguistic programming. The commenter explained that NLP is a type of hypnotherapy and talked about the intentional ways it's used within the church general conference. For example, the commenter then asked OP if the narrator's voice was soothing and calm. OP's response was, yes, it was. That is a perfect way to describe it. I would agree that it sometimes seems very intentional. One thing OP has mentioned multiple times in their post is how intentional many new aspects of the ceremony felt. I would be more surprised if this were an accident than if it were intentional. Oh yeah. And all the people who speak in general conference go to like speech lessons to learn how to have that cadence and that yeah. 
like even the women they have a certain their their voices aren't high and squeaky they talk in a very monotone yes it's very calming and it's very soothing and that is that is intentional absolutely that is intentional yeah um that's so creepy let's see oh then there's this one um sorry i'm just kind of getting into some of the comments just because i um i was interested when because you mentioned like responses to this and yeah so i was just starting to look at uh, one says from what i'm hearing the hand gestures that are from the original versions directly symbolizing self-harm in in this if the sacred secrets sacred slash secrets are shared are still in this and not explained what they stand for this was the most devastating thing i have ever learned about the temple as a former temple worker nobody tells you for a reason that's not consent and it's a violation of my trust that's a mockery not talking about it out loud here. We need to know exactly what we're being told to do in there and why. Mm-hmm. Cup in hand, thumb extended is not, not a symbol of the Savior. And thought about that. Uh, let's see. And then this person, I agree wholeheartedly. Every time I was in the temple, I was innocently and earnestly pondered what the signs and tokens would, could possibly mean and wondered desperately when I'd be spiritual enough to understand their symbolism. I was sick when I learned what they really symbolized. Disgusting. I agree with you. We need to hold, be told what they mean and why we do them and given a proper chance to consent. Because mm-hmm. you really yeah. aren't, they don't ever explain them. Don't explain them. No. They don't, they, you don't know that you're making signs of self-harm. Mm-hmm. And what that, yeah, it's. Uh... What that entails, yeah. Uh, the thumb extended had previously been used to mime slitting your throat. The cupping hand had been previously used to catch your intestines after you disemboweled yourself. Each token yeah. had a penalty associated with it. The penalties were quietly removed in 1990. The remnants of the penalties still exist in the set of specific ways you hold your arms, hands, and fingers. Yeah, because you don't, you, when you hold the cup now and the thumb, you no longer slit your throat. You just extend your thumb, right? So they just changed it oh. from, your, instead of doing this, uh-huh. You're just extending it, rather. Yeah. Oh, oh just even doing that, sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> it freaked yeah. me out. Sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> you could feel that tense feeling. <laughs> and this is from Rise of Eve uh, in response to that. My mom was actually the first person to tell me. She whispered it once while we were waiting for a session to start. She talked about it so calmly and matter-of-factly that I didn't even give it extra much extra thought. I didn't realize until much later how deeply disturbing it actually was and how traumatic it must have been for so many members. Can you imagine having like, I don't know, I don't know, uh, just like you have thoughts of self harm and then you go to the temple and you do something like that and you're like, oh, yeah, and it might not even like be apparent to your brain, but like something in your brain is like, huh, something feels yeah. familiar about this. Something's a little fucky. I don't like yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and actually, our friend Stephen responded to this, and he says, "Thanks for sharing a detailed breakdown of all the new changes and your expertise with them. The fact that they removed any part regarding money is both amusing and eye-rollingly predictable. This is very <laughs> insightful. In some ways, I'm glad that they seem to be trying to do better, but in other ways, it only makes me dislike the temple more, as the Mormon Church continues to change without accounting for their past. Like you said, like they make changes without mm-hmm. even acknowledging." The harm that they've done. Yeah. Stephen always has really good insights about stuff, too. He's, I like when yeah. he shares his thoughts on it, for sure. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. I just, I. It's unsettling. It really is, because 
it's it's pretending to be giving us informed consent, but it's not. And it's mocking us. I feel like it's a mockery of all of us Exmos who've said we will die on the hill of informed consent. And so they're like, okay, we're giving you informed consent. But that's not, you can't give consent under duress. And I'm sorry, sitting in a temple with everybody around you, especially if it's your first time, you have your family members, you have your potential spouse sitting there, their family. There's no way you are standing up and walking out. There's no way. So you're not giving consent. You're being pushed into this situation. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like uh, with anything like the baptism, your covenant with your, you're not given informed consent for sure. And you're not old enough consent. And also no. um, like you're making a huge, huge covenant. as a baptism being baptized. Yeah. It is not something to like the kids should be able to do. And they're not going to like a child is not going to be like, no, I don't think I could get baptized, you know, because yeah, like Cause their parents are saying it. The bishop, they have a little interview with the bishop. Yeah, all their the friends family, are getting baptized. All their friends are getting baptized. Their yeah. grandma and grandpa are going to fly in special to spend the time with you. Yeah, and if you have older siblings, they got baptized too. So you don't want to be mm-hmm. the one that doesn't get baptized. Yeah, exactly. And but if, also that stuff doesn't. It doesn't um, process like, in a child's it's brain, it's right? It's just like, oh, it's just something everybody does. It's just yeah. It's expected of me. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a day for me. Like everybody's, mm-hmm. the focus is going to be on me. Like I'm the center of attention. That's what every child wants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's mind boggling to me. So my SUV bit the dust. It was horrible. Um, I, it was limping. <laughs> my car dealership is like a block away from my house, basically. <laughs> the big like you are. <laughs> yes, it was limping like I am. Ah! <laughs> it didn't have crutches, but <laughs> so like I went to the car dealership. We'd been talking about buying a new car, but we were like basically waiting for my SUV to just like bite it. And so when I was at the car dealership, I said, how quickly can you get me into a vehicle? And he said, with informed consent being a legal requirement, there has to be so many hours for you to process the decision before we can, like, legally, like, have you sign the contract and stuff. And I was like, freaking Nissan wants to make sure that I, like, know what I'm doing and, like, understand the ramifications of signing. Yes, I will pay you $158 a month or whatever. Like, yeah. It just—I just had this moment in the office of like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, <laughs> Chuck the car guy wants to make sure I understand my options and I sleep on it before I come back to him and say I want it in blue, please. <laughs> yeah, you get more uh, informed consent from yeah a car dealership. A car dealership, yeah. Yeah, because that is—I mean—it's a contract agreement you're making with them, and like. Yeah. Same situation. The minimum time that they'll allow is 24 hours for you to come in and then sign the contract. They want you to sleep on it. Oh. So even even that, I mean, I think ours took like a week, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, like it's just it's mind boggling to me that you. I don't know. I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't you know. know? Before you can update your iPhone, you have to agree to yeah, agree to pages and pages. And yeah. I mean, none of us read it, but, yeah, but it's, there. <laughs> it's there. It's available for you. You yeah. can go back to it at any time and be like, what did I say to you? 
you know, because like at that point you can. Uh, well, actually, with the temple, you can't even do that because they've kept everything so secret. You can't yeah. go. You know, nowadays you probably can like at least learn something more, like, um, like ex Mormon Reddit, Reddit yeah. and like uh, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. But, like, and and the temple's supposed to be a place of learning. Why can't we talk about it? Why can't we take notes? Why can't we reference things about it? Like, it's not a place of learning. It's a place of brainwashing and yeah. ickiness. Icky. Also, on that note, like, how we were, talked, um, we were talking to Katie about how, like, they didn't have garments. They didn't have all the, these things mm-hmm. in Jesus' time. Why do we have yeah. it now? And then yeah. I'm like, because it's ripped from the Masons, you know, like... Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Why... So why... If it is God's restored church, did the Masons have something right, and then they we took it from them, like like the Mormons yeah. took it from them, like what? Why? I'd love why? to know the answer to that. Why yeah. the fuck? I know. <laughs> I know. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's an ex-Mason. They left the Masons on good terms, like they just excused themselves from the organization, mm-hmm. like the right way. And I was like, but how do they feel about the fact that Mormons ripped off their? their imagery and their and he was like i don't think they're real happy about it like i just i don't even know what the main i mean i don't even know what their whole thing is. i know that they're they do like you have to, to know one to be one kind of thing yeah like it's a for him it was his family was, like it came down from his father i think yeah and then yeah, yeah. they get to be invited in kind of thing yeah so yeah. it is It'd be interesting to look into, but I just... I know. I really want to have, like, a sit-down conversation with my friend about it. Because when I explained that to him, he had no idea, first of all. He was like, oh. I'm sorry, what? And I was like, yeah, like, the Mason symbology is on the Mormon's garments. And he was like, what? <laughs> like, he didn't know. <laughs> and I was oh. like, yeah, they totally... J-Dog totally ripped off the Masons. And he was like, that is wild. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, I'd love to sit and have a conversation with about it. But we're both very busy stay-at-home parents, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, and I remember um, on my mission, like my first, like even hearing, I, I don't know, I was pretty oblivious. I still am to a lot of things, but like the, the um, I remember my companion pointing out a Mason Lodge and being like, "Oh, hey, there's a Mason Lodge," and I was like, "What does that even mean?" And he was yeah. just, he didn't even. My companion didn't say anything about the temple or anything. He's just like, "Oh, they're just like they have these like." Secret ceremonies, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds familiar." <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I didn't even think, didn't put two and two together. Yeah, time. just like oh. they also wear very strange clothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird. I think you can wonder. Anyway, that's something we should look into. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, future. But thank future. you for bringing talking about that. That was yeah. It was had a lot of. Interesting memories that I'd forgotten about. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Uh, yeah. But it, what it comes down to is that, like, it's all just for PR and rebranding, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all it's a calculated move. And it seems to be they're trying to, like, the whole changing the voice, the tone of voices, and, like, changing certain little things. They're making it seem like they're progressive too and they're being nicer and being yeah you know, less 
and more accepting and whatever, but they're really not. It's just, no. it's just putting paint on a pig, you know, it's the same <laughs> yeah. pig. lipstick on a pig. That's what it is. Lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so it's, it's very, it's, and it's so frustrating that the everlasting, never changing gospel, God who is the same today, tomorrow and forever has made these huge changes. Yeah. Like, I just find it mind boggling that like, Hey guys, Hey guys. Hey guys. Your tagline needs to be updated. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, instead of the campaign, I am a Mormon. Yeah. Um, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but then that's too long. So let's just not talk about being Mormon anymore. Like, let's just, yeah. meh. Oh, and also, yeah. if you can have your missionaries only call investigators friends from now yeah. on. My yeah. friends. Because we like the TV show Friends, and so we're going to have friends. Yeah, because there's also not a lot of gay representation or, you know, people of color on Friends, too. So it makes perfect sense. I have so many issues with that show. I know. I loved it. And then I rewatched it recently and I was like, this is not good. It does not stand up. Uh -uh. And um, when people tell me that they love Friends, I'm just like, "Mm, that says a lot about you. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> like, you rewatch that show, and it's like, oh, cool, lesbians are like the butt of every joke at the beginning from the mm-hmm. from the get go, yeah. and then also gay people are just the butt of every joke. Like, they, um, yeah. like Phoebe that marries like the gay ice dancer or whatever from Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a joke in the show. Yeah. I mean, there's parts of it that like still will make me giggle, absolutely. Yeah. But there's, but not to the point where I'm like. Mm. I don't really ever want to watch it again, you know? Yeah. yeah. And even, okay, this is a hot take. <laughs> Golden Girls, okay, so I, I love that show. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Very problematic right. in ways. The whole, okay, so there's an argument where, okay, they're progressive in that they actually talk about, you know, gay people on the show mm-hmm. and everything. But I watched it from the beginning to end, like, during COVID. And, yeah. uh <laughs> It's Blanche is a huge homophobe the whole through the whole show. Yeah. Not just about against gay men. She has a gay brother. And there's a whole episode about that. But there's lesbian jokes. There's like all sorts of and I get it. Like it's the eighties. Nobody's talking about that. So they are progressive that way. But like Yeah. It, it doesn't, doesn't hold up in today. So yeah. when these gay men love that show, I mean I love it. Yeah. Because I love Rose. But ugh, also love Dorothy. Blanche is yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) they're they're very stereotypical but the like i don't know it's a hot take but i just there i have problems with that show too and yeah uh, but gay men love that show they because because they they think that it's like it was the first introduction of them being seen as like actual people not just like cartoons i think in a way like like yeah like they were like real people like it was a real person on the screen that wasn't oh, over yeah. the top and dramatic. Like that even like if you look at like MASH, <laughs> we're talking about very old oh, shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how the one always dressed in a dress to be seen as insane so he could be discharged and sent home. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's very problematic that a man in drag yeah. would be is the butt of every joke and seen as yeah. crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So but again, I think it was it was an introduction of the being seen on the screen. And so it's, it's a celebration of they were on the screen and it wasn't just an only derogatory types of, I think that's where the celebration yeah. comes they from. Do, they do present 
Blanche's brother as like a he's just a normal guy. Do, which yeah. I do like that. So yeah. I do. So it, I think what it, for me it was, it was just like I was sitting there thinking like, oh, why do gay people like this? Why do we like this show so much? Because mm-hmm. it's like they're making fun of us all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like of the two of Golden Girls and Friends, Friends is the worst one. Like they're yeah. just meh. And they're all white. <laughs> they're all white. Yeah. Like in the later years, doesn't Joey date a woman of color? I feel like he yeah. does. Yeah, and um, Ross dates an Asian woman too. Oh yeah, so there's. I mean, I think they, but it was later. Like it was they. And those on the side characters. Time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Never, like the main yeah. thing. So. Although anyway. even there's episodes of even Will and Grace that I'm like, oh, that didn't age yeah. well. So. Yeah, Will and Grace was very much um, a what's it like a. It did a lot for gay people, I think, in like putting in the main, you know, as the mm-hmm. center. But like, it very much deals with like the stereotypes of gay people. Yeah. I, I think that's. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. this has derailed a lot. But this it's has gone fine. way off the line. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're just. Uh, we've had a lot of coffee. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, but thanks for going on that journey with me and yeah. all the changes and. Yeah, and thanks to, um, yeah, Rise of Evil tag her um, for just sharing it and to the original poster for their vulnerability and their openness. And yeah, just thank you to them for sharing because that was, I think it was, it was a really brave act to do. 